Welcome back inside another episode of Big Easy and the Big Apple. It's your host, Chris Rosvoglu, and I'm going to be honest with you guys. Today's one of those days where it's not that I don't have it or I, you know, I just don't want to speak. It's just tough for me to sit here and be my usual self and, and be someone who's going to be energetic and enthusiastic and crack jokes, and I just can't do that today. And I also can't talk about a couple of Saints topics today because I think as just a sports fan, someone who's fallen in love with multiple games, not just the game of football, I don't think it'd be right. And I don't think if I sit here and tell you guys my thoughts on that Saints scandal with the Archdiocese, and if, and if I talk about the impact of that today, just not going to happen. Uh, I'm going to leave that conversation for a different time, another day, another week, another month. Today is so much bigger than just Saints football. And do not worry, I will talk about Saints football. I'm going to talk about an important topic, which is Drew Brees and his pending retirement, if he does so, and why I think that's more of a likelihood now than ever. And I will talk about that. Um, but first things first, I need to talk about what hit the sports world yesterday, what hit the world. Something that will change the way we view sports, the way we view life, and... It absolutely sucks, and I I don't know what way to put it. And there are certain moments in life when you remember where you are and what you were doing, and and unfortunately, it's usually the bad things. And it's sitting on your couch watching a movie while all of a sudden you go to check your phone because, God forbid, I don't look at Twitter every other minute, and TMZ reports Kobe Bryant passes away. And you sit there and you wonder, no, someone got it wrong, and someone else confirms it. And you're sitting there, well, it can't be Kobe Bryant. He's invincible. He's untouchable. And then you realize it's true. And then to make it worse, an hour later, you find out his daughter, Gigi, who's a 13-year-old phenom and clearly has her dad's genetics when it comes to basketball, was on the helicopter, too, that crashed, along with seven other victims who have been named. And you pray for all of them and their families that they can find peace in this time. But I'm sitting here to tell you this. They say time heals all, but I feel like this news left such an open wound on people that will forever be scarred. And I don't think that we can sit here and watch sports again the same because we just had to deal with an absolute legend, an icon, someone who gave the world a mentality to follow. I think a lot of people think that Mamba mentality strictly meant basketball. It didn't. It meant anything that you work hard at a life, you have to try and be better the next day. And you don't take no for an answer. You work hard. You put your blood and your sweat and your tears into it. And at the end of the day, you get up and do the same thing tomorrow, but even better. And I think what sucks the most about all this is I can I can ramble all day about Kobe Bryant, the player. I can ramble all day about Kobe Bryant, the champion. 
But the lasting image we're all going to have is Kobe Bryant, the father. And for all the crap, people would want to talk about the dude and how, oh, he's got to be tough to play with because he's selfish or he shoots the ball too much. Get over that crap. That, that doesn't matter. And what matters most is a man who was at peace with his retirement, um, which is something so many people can't do. And so many players, when they finish with sports, they're sitting there wondering, what do I do next? Kobe's sitting there wondering, can I do all of these things next? Because we're talking about a guy who made a short film, someone who has a show for ESPN+, Plus, someone who's sitting there and investing a bunch of money into women's basketball. And I genuinely believe that if Kobe Bryant was still around, he was the best shot for the WNBA to get big again because his daughter would be able to be a face of, of the company and he would be able to pour his money and get people to watch. And I'm telling you right now, I would love nothing more than to watch his daughter carry on his legacy. And I think that's why today hurts the most. We didn't just lose Kobe. We lost his daughter too. And it almost feels like his present and his future were stripped away from him. And I, and I sat there and I told my cousins yesterday. And yesterday was tough. Yesterday felt like it went on for about a week. And it was one of the longest days I've ever experienced in my life. And I said, losing Kobe hurts enough. I don't care what fan you are of what team, it hurts. And then you find out he loses his daughter. And you don't even have that chance of thinking, man, in a couple years from now, Gianna's going to make him proud. She doesn't have that chance now. And I'm not going to get into the logistics of wondering why did this happen? How did this happen? It just lets you remember... That life's too damn short. And we complain about the silly things in life. And I, I'm telling you from right now. Yesterday. And as tragic as, as it was. And it will always be considered a tragedy. And in my opinion. It is the most significant death that we've had. In the world. In decades. I, I think at the end of the day. We have to step back. We have to remember what's important. We have to remember that life's too damn short. We can't complain about the little things. I can't sit here and bitch about the refs screwing over the Saints when at the end of the day, it's just a game. And I think that's the most important thing too. We look at these athletes like our real life superheroes because they do things athletically that we couldn't imagine ourselves doing. You know, Kobe Bryant dunking on Dwight Howard or Kobe Bryant constantly hitting game winners. You're like, that doesn't make sense. It's almost scripted. They're our real-life superheroes. And when they go down, it just makes you realize that if they can go down, so can you. And it hurts. And I'm sitting here trying to find the right words to say, and it's tough. And, I, and I'm telling you from now, this is something that's going to bother every sports fan for a while. I couldn't sleep last night. I cried a lot. Every tribute video that they put out was tough. But I felt like I owed it to Kobe to watch it. And I, I just don't know where we go from here. This is a man who had so much left to give to this world. And now he doesn't get to give it. And it wasn't just what he can do. It's what his offspring can do. Gigi becoming an, a, a WNBA star would be part of what Kobe has to offer this world. And we you don't get to see it now. So all I have to say is... If you're going through something minor, major, try and work through it. Enjoy every moment of life. 
Don't take a second for granted. And, I, and I've said that a lot about Drew Brees. I tell a lot of fans, don't take a second of Drew Brees for granted. And I, I've always meant it. Don't take anything in life for granted. We all think we have it tough and we don't realize how much worse it can be. And now, just think about poor Vanessa who has to... You don't only have to sit there and wonder, I'm, I'm without my partner for life. She's without one of her baby girls. And I, I can't fathom the pain and, and what she must be going through. And we're all going to mourn in different ways. And it's going to hurt. And the next few days are going to get even more tough with the Lakers playing again and NBA starting up. Um, but we all have to just try and stay positive. It's it's going to suck. It's It's going to hurt. And honestly, all I can say is I'm grateful I got to watch Kobe Bryant, the player. I'm grateful I got, I've got the experience and chance to watch him grow as a person. And he is gone. And we have to accept that and live with that. And that probably hurts the most. But you will see his influence, his impact around the world. You'll see it in young NBA stars like a Trey Young. You'll see it in different countries like China who were greatly impacted. See a kid walking around with Kobe sneakers on, he's been impacted. And we've all been influenced. And it's tough. It stinks. And it's going to be a while till we all get to feel somewhat close to ourselves again. Because like I said, I don't know if time's going to be able to heal this one. When I come back, guys, I'm going to talk about Drew Brees. I'm going to talk about why I think now more than ever we could see him walk away from the game of football and why fans need to be at peace with that decision if it so happens. But anyway, guys, all that coming up right after this message. Welcome back inside Big Easy in the Big Apple. Once again, it's Christmas Voglu. Um, I promised we would talk about Saints football. And it's still tough. It still hurts. And I'm going to talk about it. Um, I'm going to talk about the man who changed the franchise, Drew Brees. And it's been a lot of talk about Drew Brees. A lot of negative talk. A lot of slander, per se, about what people are saying. And I'm not going to hide from what I've said before on this podcast. I've said that the Saints want to move on from Drew Brees. I'm okay with it. If the Saints want to go in a different direction, I encourage them to be bold enough to do so. One thing I'll never do, and I can't understand why people are doing it right now. Why are you badmouthing the guy and saying he cost us a ring? He cost us games. It's like Drew Brees did not play well against Minnesota. I, I said he wasn't even the best quarterback on the Saints roster that day, and I'm I'm right about that. But never in a million years am I going to sit there and shit talk Drew Brees knowing damn well what he's meant to the franchise, that he's still a really good quarterback, and that he's a good man. And I think that's what's bothering me the most. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, and it's going to sound political here. I don't agree with who he took a picture with, obviously, because I think that Drew Brees is such a loving human being. I don't know why he'd want that picture. But at the end of the day, I think Drew Brees should not be judged 
off taking a picture with the president when we should think about Drew Brees and what he's done outside of the community, what he's done with his family, what he's done on the football field. If you want to choose that route, by all means, go ahead. I'm not going to judge you for it. That's your that's your decision. If you want to make fun of Drew Brees for that, go ahead. With his career almost over, and who knows, maybe he retires very soon. I want to enjoy every single moment that Drew Brees is a member of the New Orleans Saints. And even if that goes against what I said a couple weeks ago about how the Saints should look towards the future move on, if Drew Brees is the quarterback next year, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to support him, I'm going to enjoy it, I'm never going to take a second for granted of watching one of the greatest quarterbacks to play this game. And thinking about what happened with Kobe Bryant, I feel like this is and might very well be the last time I sit here and say Drew Brees is the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. And I and I say that because Drew Brees wants to win. He's here for one reason, to get another championship, and I get that. But Drew Brees is a family man. Drew Brees, every week, every month, every opportunity he gets to show you he loves his kids and he tries to spend every second with them, he does so. And that's why, and I find it so funny, a lot of people say Pro Bowl is for losers that couldn't make the Super Bowl. I mean, look, are you technically right? Yeah. But Drew Brees doesn't go to the Pro Bowl to say, oh, look at me, I'm one of the best quarterbacks, here's the Pro Bowl, it's fun. Goes to the Pro Bowl so his kids can meet other players and people that they look up to. Seeing Balin playing catch with Lamar Jackson is just, it's heartwarming. And I sit here wondering, if after what happened yesterday, does Drew Brees wonder, life can be taken away from you in a second and you don't even see it coming. Does he want to sit back kick his feet up on the couch and just enjoy the time with his four kids, his beautiful wife, his family. And if he does, you can't blame him. And I tip my cap to him if that's what he chooses. Life is so much bigger than just sports. Sports is a way for us to just get away from all the stress and relax and enjoy something and be passionate about it. But sports is not the the be-all and end-all. It's just not. And I still think Drew Brees is going to come back. I still think he wants to play another year. But I don't know. I, if, if he wants to retire after what happened yesterday and that plays an impact on what his decision, I can't blame the guy. I can't fault him. But I'll say this, because I, I would love to have a longer episode, but it's just tough today, and it's going to be tough for all of us sports fans. Regardless of what Drew Brees decides over the next month, don't be that clown that just constantly rips him on social media and constantly has something stupid to say about him. Don't be that clown. Because when Drew Brees is gone, you're going to sit there wondering, why did I not appreciate greatness when it was right there in front of me? And that's why I had such a hard time telling you fans that I was okay if Teddy starts next year. Because I am genuinely okay with that happening because Drew's 41. I want Drew to enjoy his family. I want Drew to be considered a great quarterback every year he played. I don't want to see Drew retire on a note where he looks like he doesn't have it. And yet you guys thought I was attacking Drew. I basically have a shrine in my freaking house built for the man. And I have fallen in love with the New Orleans Saints because of Drew Brees. And my bond with this team will always look back at the fact that Drew Brees was the underdog 
who became the top dog. And that doesn't happen often. And it rarely happens. And we've been so skewed by the fact that he only has one ring that we forget Aaron Rodgers only has one ring. Steve Young, as a starting quarterback, only has one ring. Brett Favre only has one ring. Dan Marino doesn't even have a ring. Aaron Rodgers has one ring as well, like I said before. Like, there are so many guys that... One ring's not a bad thing. Don't let Tom Brady and the Patriots' six rings skew your mind and your opinion of what is a winner and what's a champion. Drew Brees is a champion. He's a winner. He's a great man. And all I have to say before I wrap up the show is don't let that loss to Minnesota make you say things you're going to regret about the guy. Don't sit here with ill will and ill feelings and and just crucify the guy for a bad game. And he had a bad game. He played terrible. But Drew Brees is the greatest player to ever play for the New Orleans Saints. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen and will ever see. And like I said about Kobe Bryant, my lasting image is Drew Brees after a tough playoff loss on the field playing catch with his kids. Because sometimes it's not about the game. It's about life. And you can't take any second for granted. And you can't take any second of watching Drew Brees for granted. We all sat there, the heads down, when he hurt his thumb, saying, this is it, season's over. And he busted his ass to come back in five weeks. And maybe he looked rusty at times. Maybe his grip on the football wasn't great. Maybe his arm strength's declining. That man pours his freaking blood and his sweat into the game every second. He rehabs harder than anyone else. He works harder than anyone else. Do not take a single second of Drew Brees for granted. And if he calls it quits, I tip my cap to the man. I hope a statue's built by tomorrow. He deserves it all. And I'm going to end this message and this podcast just saying this. I've never met more than half the people that listen to my podcast. I've never met you guys. I talk to you guys on social media. I appreciate the support every single second, every single day. I love all you. I love my, my loving parents who care for me every second. I love my brother. I love my sister. I love my family. I love my beautiful girlfriend. I love a lot of people in this life and there should be things that open your mind and give you a way better perspective of things. And it stinks that I had to sit here and at 22, one of my idols is gone and it hits you and it hurts. And that's why I'm just saying about Drew Brees, guys, just remember what he's done and he's he's such a good man. You don't want to sit here and say things and God forbid something ever happens that you're like, I wish I never said that. I wish I could take it back because you don't get the chance to. So I don't know what Drew Brees is going to do. And I hope he comes back to the New Orleans Saints just because I want to have one last hurrah now and just enjoy what he's meant to the city. Uh, To be frank, fuck winning. I don't give a shit what the Saints do next year. I would love to see Drew Brees walk out on top, but my priorities have shifted. It's not about winning. It's about enjoying life. And if I get to see another year of Drew Brees winning, God bless, thank you. If I don't, I just want to watch the man throw the damn football one more time. My priorities have changed in life. That's what happens when tragedy strikes. 
that's going to do it for this episode, guys. I, I want to thank you so much for listening. I know it must have been tough. I, I know at times I may have sounded like I was rambling. Um, I appreciate you guys listening to the pod per usual. I will have more content out. I will have interviews with draft prospects coming up in the near future. We will get back to business. But I owed it today to Kobe, and I owed it to a legend who will never be forgotten. So my thoughts and prayers are with his family. I will speak to you guys soon. But until then, let's just try and stay positive and enjoy every second of this life.